Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to this Speaking from Our Hearts podcast episode where I'm joined this morning by a lady all the way from Denmark known as Charlotte Banff and Charlotte's going to speak to us today around a topic that is I am here for the animals. Charlotte a very very warm welcome to you. Thank you very much Paul. Um, Yeah very intriguing title Um, I'm here for the animals. Tell us more. Well I sure am. I work as, um, as an animal healer and an animal communicator and primarily my, my healing work is uh, situated around traumatized animals. I work a lot with uh, rescue animals. I'm the ambassador for two, uh, rescue, two of the largest rescue centers here in Denmark, one for horses and one for uh, exotic animals. So I meet all kinds of, of species of animals in, in my work. and, and all of them, more or less, has had some kind of, of trauma or traumatized history behind them. And healing work, as I do it, is, you know, their way of, of, of getting in, in, in connection with how can they heal their, their wounds due to the situation that they've been through. Mm. So, mm. Okay, so... Um... I think at this point, and I, and I was thinking uh, about this before we come on, on air, um, Charlotte, about um, when the crossover um, happened between uh, Mastering Life, the, the previous version of this podcast title, um, to, which is now speaking from our hearts. And there were many reasons that, that, that I made that decision to change from Mastering Life podcast to speaking mm. from our hearts podcast. And one of the reasons, and it was a significant reason, it wasn't just a little sort of, oh, okay, we'll throw that in the pot as well, was the influ- the very powerful and influential effects that animals have on, on our lives, around people around the world. And, and I thought, you know, mastering life had got a very kind of almost human focus only. And certainly what I want to reflect is, you know, this equality of the world um, and total equality with no labels. And I know that part of that, Charlotte, includes a great number of people throughout the globe that have this compassion, this this connection, this love of animals. And so that was quite sort of, uh, it wasn't the only reason, but it was quite sort of one of the strong reasons that uh, made me sort of decide to go mm. speaking from our hearts and what you're saying to to me there, and I know we've spoken previously around the amazing work that you do. Um, yeah, so that emotional side of things. I mean, I'm coming at this from a yeah. point of view of not knowing anything around your work, other than obviously uh, the general kind of work you do, if that makes sense. So, uh, but have, <laughs> it you, does. 
Uh, I've used the word there, Charlotte, called emotional. Does does emotional come into it? I know it's around energy. Yeah. It's it's very much about, about emotion. I know. It's, I mean, I animals have emotions like like humans do as well. Of course, animals and humans are not the same, and and the way we are structured in our energy body and 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 our physical body and and our sense of of awareness and consciousness uh, are, are different in on on various areas but but still you know we are all sentient beings and animals have a a will to live a a, a happy prosperous life as well as we do mm. and because animals in my view have a special connection and also this is due to the way their energy system is structured, but they have sort of this connection that is more natural to be in in in, in constant connection with source, with their their inner connection to to a higher uh, being or energy or source or God or whatever we want to call it. But but in in my view, I think that this connection that they have constantly is something that we recognize in them. We recognize as as humans sometimes we lose our way in life. We lose our lose our connection to to our hearts and our connection to to source. And these the animals have this constant connection, and I think they reflect that in a way that that draws us to them in some way. And I've found in my <clears throat> in my work that that if we work with this with our own connection from our hearts and meet the animals from our hearts, from a place of compassion and understanding, they reflect that back to us. And, and that connection work reconnects us in some way. It, it gives us access to, to, can you call it maybe some mm, forgotten or hidden connection to, to nature, to the nature in us. And, and animals are all about nature. So they have this connection naturally in them and i think we've lost that in our society in our communities around the world really and 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 especially in the western world with all this performance and, and stuff and and but we are light beings we need to be connected to source as well and i think the animals can show us that in a very profound way yeah i absolutely you know honestly i could not agree more I could not agree more, Charlotte, because, you know, when, when I look at the work and um, and the vocation that I'm um, totally committed to around, um, you know, I suppose helping people to understand because we do lose our way dramatically. Absolutely. Mm. You know, we, we get so strangled by this modern day culture of achieve your goals, achieve your goals, yes. win, push, be push, first. Push. You know, in all this materialistic way. Oh, if you've got a five-bedroom house and two Lamborghinis on the driveway, um, you're okay. very successful. Well, yeah. are, are you really? Well, what about the really? person inside? What about the person inside? Has anybody ever stopped to ask if he or she, how they're feeling inside? Never mind about all this outward stuff, this glitzy, glammy silver trinkets, as I call it. That's... <laughs> That'll come and go. That's like yeah. the weather. That'll come and go. What will remain constant is that inside. And, yeah, and, you exactly. Know, and, and, I, and I think some of the authenticity that these animals represent, well, if they have not been traumatized, that is, uh, with emphasis, but, but an, an, an animal unspoiled by 
by trauma and, and human conditioning has a sense of, of authenticity to them. And I think we recognize that and we, we, we search that because we, we lack it in some level in our society. Mm. So in terms of the work you do then, Charlotte, I mean, yours is not a, uh, a clinical or a medical diagnosis of, of an animal's no. uh, malaise, is it? It's, it's more around no, that, as you say, that it's healing. spiritual. Yes, yes. Okay, because I did. But I do work in, in, in cooperation with, for instance, veterinarians, um, because I, I am not a veterinarian and I, I, I cannot diagnose an animal, but, but I can sense in the energy system where blockages are mm. and sometimes guide maybe a direction for a veterinarian to, to uh, commence a path that they maybe would not normally have, have um, directed their diagnosis towards. And then together we can help the animal in a much better way. Yeah. And, and that brings me nicely into a question around um, that, you know, um, a family pet um, very, very close to, just doesn't live with me personally, um, but an amazing and absolutely amazing soul um, brought so much love and joy um, in, into this family member's life. And more recently, and I mean in the last week, come very close to losing his life um, and still not out the woods yet but stabilized a little and you know he's done the veterinary rounds with all these uh, different diagnosis around x around y and all these contradictions mm. but i just wonder um charlotte the the belief the knowing the connection the source call it what you will that the dog yeah. has the the canine has to knowing that how much he's loved and how much love he gives has given yeah. him that strength to to carry on through this Definitely. very 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 life and it was touch and go um Oy. oh i feel it i get chills yeah yeah but it's it's i mean of course this connection to when when animals um especially you know household pets like dogs horses, rabbits, uh, guinea pigs, whatever, who, animals who choose to, to incarnate um, in interaction with the human world. And dogs, they, <coughs> sorry, I trust that there's, a, there's sort of a soul contract going on between the pet and their humans, you know, the animal and their humans. Um, we, we choose on a spiritual level to, to in, enter into this life together. And there's a purpose to that. So, so there's a heart connection between a, a, a dog and, and his or her owner. Mm. Uh, owner, I don't like the word owner, but I, I normally call it that we are the, the animals, humans, because, I mean, who owns whom, really? <laughs> but, Absolutely. But, yeah. and, and that connection between animal and human is spiritually guided. It's, it's something that I truly believe that we have decided on a spiritual level before we incarnate and that bond is is divine and 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 in 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 circumstances involving involving um disease and healing crisis when when there is someone there to hold your paw or the other way around um that is so special that is love yeah and of course they sense it 
I mean, you just have to look into their eyes. And, and if you see an animal, uh, a street uh, dog or something in, in, a, in a dire circumstance and there's no one there, you can see the pain in their eyes. But you can also see if you're going through struggles and you're a dog and you have your human beside you, you know, things get easier. And I see, I see that in my, my, my animal clients when I am called out to a, a, a household animal who is either ill or something. You know, they, they certainly uh, rely also on talk and heartfelt connection with their, with their humans. Yeah. It's very important to them. Yeah, um, well, it's, you know, from, from my understanding and um, an understanding kind of trivializes it in many respects, Charlotte, because it's not actually about understanding. It's, you know, it's letting go and, and accepting that it's not, whether you understand it or not, is kind of irrelevant. And this is the, the yeah. talk I have with it's myself. It's there anyway. Because it's there. It's absolutely yeah. there. Love heals. Yes, absolutely um and you know the risk of repeating um you know I, i'm convinced that you know he wasn't prepared to let go because no um you know he, you know the power of of wanting to um you know to stay to do work if you like whatever that may be yeah. um yeah i've recently watched a video just flying off at a slight to slight tangent charlotte between anita mujani and wayne dyer um, where Anita had got sort of life-threatening cancer and, um, you know, she was literally close, to, banging on death's door and she she crossed over um, and, you know, the power of the work that was still needed in the physical world um, and the reassurance <laughs> from, um, um, you know, her, um, her father that she'd had a particularly not necessarily a good relationship in there when he was alive, but he'd since passed and he came to meet her on this kind of crossing over and said, look, you've got to go back and uh, you work mm. and that. And I just, you know, recently that, that video has been very, uh, the lessons from that video, Charlotte, have been very prominent. And in terms of, you know, what's transpired with, uh, with the family, with the family dog. Um, and I almost feel kind of guilty by calling him a dog because it's like, I, it <laughs> yeah. feels derogatory. Yeah. It's like, he's, he's, he's an amazing spirit as, as pets, animals. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the, the, the correct terminology no. is because it's like, it's almost it demeaning. It's the them. intention behind it that carries the weight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when I watched that video recently with Anita and Wayne Dyer, it was like, yeah, do you know what? I, I really, I understand that energy anyway, or I understand its benefits. I don't profess to understand all the, the technicalities of the ins and outs. But I think actually, Charlotte, and in, in that context, and what we're talking, there is no understanding to be had. It is. Exactly. Exactly. It's just there. Don't yeah. fight it. Just flow with it. And yeah. allow it to be there because there's so much knowledge and love and, and awareness to be raised from from sharing a relationship with an animal like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to kind of, you know, bring that in. Um, one of the other questions, I mean, I'm kind of, I suppose, trying to draw parallels between the human physical um, <coughs> existence that we have um and obviously the animal uh, equivalent the animal parallel and 
I've recently interviewed um, someone, um, Charlotte, um, around consciousness, consciousness living on after we're actually our physical, our physical body, which we know is just yes. a temporary temporary carriage that we're you know we're mm. staying in this for the time being. It's a bit like staying in a hotel overnight, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. You know, here today, gone tomorrow, kind of thing. And so we know yeah. that this physical shell that we call a body. Is, is very, very, very temporary. Um, and the author in question, um, a guy called Mark Gober, um, has written this book, and we interview, I interviewed him around his book called An End to Upside-Down Thinking, and it was this kind of startling revelation that consciousness lives on after this physical um, departing of the body. And, I mean, you know, is there a parallel there between that and the animal kingdom? Definitely, definitely. I, well, one... The, the first horse that I owned, who owned whom, but, you know, yeah. um, the first horse who ever lived with me, it, it was just recognition when we met. Mm. So, and, and, and it felt like, you know, picking up from where we left behind. So have we been together before in another consciousness parallel or in, a, in another hotel <laughs> body you know and 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 the one of the horses that lives with me now when i was out in the market to buy a horse it sounds like buying a car and it's definitely not it i asked my guides you know but i don't want to just go out this is not a, a sports requisite this is a soul moving in who am i going to share my life with yeah and i met this horse in a dream he came to me in, in, a, in a special physical form, this beautiful dark pony with long mane and tail. And I thought, oh, what a, what a beautiful horse. And my friend called me and said, you know what? I have this pony you have to meet. And I went to, 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 to visit her and I looked at this pony and I thought, there you are. So, and, and where does that, there's, there was a, a sense of recognition. And she looked at me and she said, she, he has to live with you. And I said, I know. Um, so, it, and again, it just felt like picking up from where we left behind the last time we were together. And, 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 and the, and I really truly trust that these animals, they move into our lives. Like, you know, the parallel to humans that are said that the people we live with our tribe in this life, we've lived with in, in previous lifetimes, mm. maybe your father has been your son or your, you know, your uncle has been your, your whatever, you know, in, in, in other forms and shapes. But, but I trust that happens with the animals too. And I've, I've, I've really, you know, experienced that in my own life with the animals who lives with me. Um, so, so the consciousness, I think that especially these animals that, that like, as I called them before, household pets was, and, uh, the right word for it, but let's use that frame with a lack of a better word. Um, because we, we, we share some, some contracts about helping each other with, with certain things. Um, so I've heard many times with my, my clients and also experienced with myself that why exactly did that particular animal just move into my life at that exact time in my life where whatever stuff was going on. And then this dog moves in and, and just helps me through a circumstance or a situation that is, is causing um, trauma or pain. But with having that animal by my side, because this 
animal could, you know, reflect some special uh, feelings or, or teach me something how to deal with the situation. I really, truly trust that, that these animals move into our lives at exactly the same time, the exact uh, where, where it's needed. And that is such a loving thing. Yeah. And where does that come from? That's our consciousness connecting. It Definitely. cannot be anything but that in my perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And, and on that conscious uh, consciousness connection um, angle, um, Charlotte, I mean, my, my, I suppose my next kind of asking for an insight is, so we've got this connection between um, animal and human. What happens when either one of those departs the physical plane? What happened? You know, that you would say, you know, all things being equal, that's usually the animal because obviously the animal kingdom, what is it, one in seven for seven years of dog life is is one year of Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. But irrespective of that, so if one leaves the physical body, what happens to that, that relationship? It stays on. Yeah. You can still contact your animals beyond. I have found myself several times opening the door to the garden for two dogs and then to the two living dogs that lived here. Now there are three living, but previously when, when one of our previous dogs left and I opened the door again and because there was another dog who wanted to come in and I was like, what? And it just happened by response and it just automatically got on like autopilot. Oh, there was another dog who wanted to come in. And then I thought, I've just let two dogs in. There are two living dogs here now. Who was the third one I let in? Mm-hmm. One of the deceased dogs. And, and, and that has happened several times where I, I, I see them like just out of the corner of my eye in the kitchen and, or whatever. It's, it's, it's very precious. You can, you can still contact and sense um, the spirit, the soul of, of your animal, whether they are physical or not just like you can with humans yeah and that's immensely comforting isn't it because i know that uh, you know from from conversations i have with with, you know sort of dare i say charlotte less spiritual angles and you know when we (laughs) speak to people about you know the reality of life and uh, the perception that when we leave this physical plane, that's it, it's over, it's finished, it's final. Mm, well, sure. It, you know, it, it's not, absolutely no. it's not. Um, and I find it so comforting to, you know, to try and reassure people that actually, yeah, okay, the dynamic that you knew around your pet, because uh, that pet might have a, you know, a white coat, a black coat, or, or whatever, you know, the physical mm. markings are, yes, that particular... Uh, perception as as you know will might cease but it'll it will be replaced by that energy transference and and i'm absolutely convinced about that whether that's with an animal relationship or with a human because i think it's actually true. that it, we, we're just back to physical form again aren't we we are but i will say one thing that i've experienced especially with with the first horse that i who lived with me that when he returned non-physical form, the contact I had with him was actually clearer on, on some levels. And it was the same spirit and then again, not the same. There was something else to, to the contact. There was some more clarity to the contact. 
there was some more um, knowledge to, like, like he gained access to another data source or whatever pool of, of, of consciousness by him returning to, to spirit. But, but he was able to share some levels of consciousness with me when, when he returned to the non-physical that he could not, that we didn't share in the physical. And that was intriguing because I could still sense it was him, of course, but, but he had something more to him, something more wise, something more clever, something more connected. Because we do disconnect from spirit when we enter physical form in, on some level. And that was not there anymore. Mm. Um, limit or a blockage, that's wrong because that's a negative like word, but that's not what I meant. But, but sort of he, he, he gained access to some extra layers of some kind. And that was quite intriguing for me because he could sort of take on a, a, like a teachering role <laughs> towards me and, and, and we could reflect together on some of um, the maybe miscommunications or non-communications that we would have when, when there are two physical forms that are not the same trying to communicate. And that sort of went away. And that was a, a fascinating new learning for me that I haven't come across before. So, so that was an extra present from him to me, extra knowledge and, and, and learning from him to me. Mm. So if you had an overriding message, um, Charlotte, to put out to the world, you know, if you had one kind of real massive headline, up in lights kind of statement or, or, or whatever, what would that be? that when we connect to animals from our heart, we can grow and expand our own spiritual connection through this consciousness work or consciousness connection with animals. Wow. That's in just a few simple words there that I find that immensely powerful, immensely mm. powerful. Charlotte, we we could we could dig down on you know we could i know we've both got that passion for you know that love of animals in general obviously your work takes it way beyond that simple statement um and we could chat for hours about you know mm -hmm. anecdotal things around you know <laughs> the profound Definitely. effect of, of 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 animals in our world but you know is there anything else that you'd like to add about anything that we've spoken about or yeah one thing that I find quite important to state is that anybody can learn this. This is not for the woo-woo animal communicators. Mm. Of course, it's something, you know, when you do something, when you train on, on stuff, you get better at it. But, but this is something we all naturally have within us. It's the nature in us. And I said, as I said in the beginning of our conversation, we have a connection to nature within us. May, it may be more or less hidden. But from that connection, we can contact the animal kingdom. And that is something everybody can learn and gain uh, from. Fantastic. So it's how, for every one of us. How can people reach out and, and get in touch with you, Charlotte, and find out more about uh, who you are, what you do? What, what's your contact details? I have, um, I have a, a Facebook page called animalhealer.net global. That's the English-speaking page page and then I have um, my website and it's animalhealer.net and on there there are links to um, to Animal Healer Academy which is a, a training platform for for getting more in-depth knowledge about this so so primarily go into to animalhealer.net or visit me on Facebook and then there you can find 
more information about my work and my my charity courses. Fantastic, absolutely. I mean, out there, there is a uh, you know we'll we'll have a follow up conversation, um, Charlotte. But there's certainly a, a a conversation I'll be having with somebody. Let's just let's just say <laughs> that. So uh, you know, as ever, Charlotte. A real privilege to talk to you and that genuine love and compassion and and more importantly i think connection because that goes deeper mm-hmm. with these beautiful beautiful souls that we human yes. beings call uh animals and uh, i suppose my parting quip on this is you know we we're so full of our own self-important ego about who we are yes. and what we oh, are yeah. as human beings um maybe just maybe there's a time to start redressing that balance and say well i think we need to take a look at ourselves and and be guided by the animals oh i so agree i couldn't agree more thank you so much Paul. there we have it listeners um yeah i don't really know how to sign off from that charlotte <laughs> immense gratitude to you thank you so much blessings paul thank you for having me hearts helping everyone achieve results towards success